This is the Troll Patrol. Live with Justin Freakin. Welcome to the Troll Patrol. Live. It's a freaking Wednesday. It's a it's one of those weird shows because tonight we're gonna talk about the Pope. We're gonna talk about the old Pope. And we're gonna talk about like the Pope of Men of Men's Rights. I look really stoned. And I assure you, I'm just sleepy. I'm not stoned yet. I decided at the last minute I was going to go make coffee to, uh, to my surprise, there was already coffee in the coffee pot. Curiouser had made coffee. I don't know when, sometime, sometime after I, uh, finished off the coffee this morning, I had, I had the last cup of coffee at 10 a.m. She's made coffee since then. So, because I got a buddy that gets like, because I'll drink day old coffee. If I have, if I have coffee left over in the coffee pot, I will, I will heat it back up. And he, he, he thinks that's disgusting. But this was, this was relatively fresh coffee. It had to have been made sometime after, after 10, 11 a.m. Meat cakes, clinically. What is up, my friends? Welcome. We got a hell of a stream planned for you. I hope you like cop videos and true crime and shit. Because I got a lot of that tonight. I've got some wild videos of uh, the weather. I got a few different things I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hit you with. Such as the Snownado in Idaho. I got video of uh, Buffalo from overhead with the drones just days after this, this massive snowstorm that killed dozens. Niagara Falls completely frozen. Then I got some, I got some grisly uh, outcomes having to do with such, such weather events. Three dead in the lake in Arizona. Doctor found under a pond in Michigan. An airplane crash in Maryland. I'm going to show you a guardrail impelling a car in Connecticut. I'm going to show you a postal worker that's alive but probably shouldn't be based on the on the crash. Demolished his truck. Fortunately, the bats got cold. Apparently bats fall from the sky when they get really cold. So that had to be taken care of. Yes, Warlord, we're going to be talking about the new COVID restrictions that the U.S. is putting in place. Also reaching a a grim milestone, 100 million official COVID cases. Probably double that unofficially. 200 million Americans have probably had COVID at this point. Southwest canceling more flights. This having to do with weather, COVID, RSV, influenza, all kinds of things going on. 
We're going to go to Idaho. Newly released body camera video shows the cops actually visiting the house where four students were murdered, stabbed to death. God, it's been like two months now. We're checking back in with this one. It's been a couple of weeks since we since we've covered it. Police dropping the ball big time. There was a TikTok conspiracy that emerged about one of the professors at the university. We're gonna give you an update on that. Woman in Indiana was denied a protective order before dying in an apparent murder suicide. happened a few days ago but I'm gonna give you the the latest news a woman tracked down some carjackers in Missouri apparently shot an innocent bystander she's been charged with murder a man has been arrested in an in-and-out burger after a homophobic racist rant we've got it on tape those are those are the most fun ExxonMobil suing the EU over a windfall profits tax. I'm on the EU side. Jackson, Mississippi residents still without uh, clean drinking water. This coffee is so fucking good. Coffee, coffee is so fucking good. Period. Ted Cruz. I've I've woke up now. Maybe maybe it was the getting high part, because like I was I was coming on. I'm like, ugh, ugh, ugh. Ted Cruz tries to call out Joe Biden about taking vacation. Uh, I bet you know what happened there. Clearly, clearly a hypocrite. Ron DeSantis has announced an investigation into a Christmas drag show in Florida that was allegedly marketed to kids. Speaking of investigations, we now have an open investigation into Representative-elect George Santos. He's the one that lied about going to NYU. He's the one that lied about working at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup. He's the one that lied about being... I'm sorry. He didn't say he was Jewish. He said he was Jew-ish. Apparently lied about his family fleeing the Holocaust. Uh, Possibly lied about being gay. I know somebody in the chat said their gaydar wasn't going off. I thought he was kind of cute. I could totally see him having a profile on Grindr. Marjorie Taylor Greene attacking Tulsi Gabbard after she uh, had Mr. Santos on last night. I guess she was filling in for Tucker. We'll watch that. We'll watch that. That'll be fun. Uh, Jamie Raskin. Uh, we've we've gotten to know him really well throughout the January 6th committee hearings. The impeachment of Trump. Jamie Raskin announcing that he has been diagnosed with cancer. Pope Benedict. Do you call him former Pope or is he just always the Pope? Is it like, you know, the title of president that we, we do over here? You just call him Pope Benedict from now on. Is it Benedictus the 16th or some shit like that? He's sick. He's been sick, baby. 
Even sick. <laughs> Even sick, baby. Kanye West is apparently missing. This should come as a surprise to no one. This was the this was the logical next step in this story. Anybody anybody that, that you know how to write knows how to write a good story. They knew that was, that's what was coming. Kanye is missing. Fox uh, says that a school withheld uh, awards in the name of equity, equality. I'm sure it's some bullshit. We're going to watch the five bitch about it. And then the thing that you all came for, this this is the main event tonight, but I'm going to make you wait until the absolute end of the show. Idiot ass Andrew Tate tweeted at Greta Thunberg. Greta clapped back. Andrew made a whole video responding to Greta. The video dropped about an hour or two hours ago. I haven't watched it yet. I'm sure it's fucking silly. Andrew Tate responds to Greta Thunberg. Plus, I got some snow leopards for you. Jam-packed Troll Patrol tonight. Ida, good evening. I, so we, we, that was the, that was the story last night. My, my VPN was in set for Romania. I wasn't on an American server. And it wouldn't let me pull up the uh, local news story. I wanted to get into that. That woman has been has been detained in Indiana on unrelated charges. I guess she'll be extradited back to Ohio. Had to think about it for a second. Cover a lot of news around here. Clinically, I'm looking forward to, to hearing what Andrew Tate has to say. Beaving with, beaving with a 19-year-old. Maybe she's 20 now. Still, just pretty much a kid. Red is cool, but like... The right wing uses her as a, as a good straw man, like... Why should we listen to Greta Thunberg? Well, no, you're not listening to Greta. Like, it's the scientist. He's just doing a marketing. But I'm sure the kid is bright. Greta cool in my book. And her clapback was funny. For those of you, for those of you who haven't seen it, we'll, we'll get to that here in a little bit. It was fun today watching the, uh, the the best of is up on the uh, YouTube. Nine hours of of trolly goodness, and uh, like I did it as a premiere, so uh, like it was on, like it was it was on, like it was a fucking TV show or some shit, and I would check in with it. It was fun. I liked that. But like I've got the I've got the best of set up now. 
you can go to the description and it has all the the time periods you can you can jump to you can jump to the the groiper attack you can you can go see Matt Walsh talk about me those words you're Johnny the walrus till you change your mind some dumb words on top of it honestly I don't know why this guy doesn't get more views I mean he's like macho man Randy Savage if my oh shit oh shit I almost wore my macho man shirt tonight Oh yeah! They have the same bandana on. Went to the doctor and got tested. Said I had OCD. One cool dude, you. Yeah. It was a great compliment Matt paid me. Calling me Macho Man is actually a, a compliment. I don't think I sound like Macho Man in any way, but I'll take it. Fucking flattery will get you everywhere, Matt. <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage uh, could only bench press forty-five pounds. I could bitch press you, Matt. Holy fuck. Holy fuck. No, how big is this motherfucker? See, this got me curious about how tall, how much he weighed and shit. It's like, could I take Matt Walsh? That's how I found out. He's actually regular sized. I thought he was pint sized. He's regular sized. <laughs> That's the that's the best of on the YouTube. It's a good encapsulation of like everything that happened. You can hear Bobert talk about wonton killing. You can hear me talk to a Jackson Hinkle mod. Ask DM if he masturbates. I came in on that one. I was talking to DM about masturbation at, at one point in time when I pulled it up this afternoon. So I think I'm going to do a New Year's show. Not New Year's Day. We're usually on on New Year's Day. That's on Sunday. On New Year's Eve. I've got all these clips that I did for the best of. I've got some I've got some really cool like best of the year stories that we can throw in. I've got like the 2022 news bloopers. I've got Nostradamus's predictions for 2023. I got good shit, so we're going to do a special Troll Patrol on Saturday night. New Year's Eve countdown. We'll watch We'll watch the balls drop. He's kicking authority in the balls. Kick him in the balls. I don't know what I'll have access to on the YouTube. Matt Walsh, oh Matt Walsh, he called me a uh, Justin Freakin, the formidable voice in the culture. But I appreciate him giving me a little uh, a little boost earlier in the year. That is how some people found me. We got to find out what that news be doing. I bullshit too much. I'm trying to keep myself in check. A little high. 
Yeah, news. The United States is reinstituting uh, certain COVID travel rules. Let's find out the lowdown on what you got to do if you're you're planning on getting on an airplane. This is driven by this spike in COVID cases in China. As China I guess if you're planning on traveling to or fro from China. COVID restrictions and by concerns of the emergence of a potential new variant here, right? That's right. And it's also driven by one other thing, Hallie, which is U.S. skepticism about the data that China is... I used to bring all kinds of numbers and not you. It's COVID cases and specifically... Good evening, my friend. ...genomic sequence data. They don't believe, U.S. federal health officials, that they are going to be able to have a good handle. I should have put us calling in to C-SPAN on the, on the best of for the year. I totally forgot. I totally forgot. I, I, I called in the C-SPAN. I was only looking at the, I was, what I, what I did was I was going by the, the clips that I put up on YouTube and I was judging by the views that they got. I picked the, I picked the videos that got the most views and also some of the shit that I thought was most interesting. Like some, some of the calls didn't get that many views. But they're funny. I like calls. I like taking calls on here. By the way, the phone lines are open. The Discord is open. 917-830-4359. You hit the bang Discord. Uh, It's more fun if you want to argue with me. Disagree with me about some shit. I'm down for it. I used to... I've, I've told these stories before. Like, I've... Uh, I used to uh, call into like the zoo crew, afternoon drive, DJs, uh, and then I then, then I ended up working with them later on, you know, after I grew up and started working in radio. We used to, uh, we had like TV shows that you could call into. There was like a wrestle talk. One of them was called the 19th Tee, and they talked about golf, but they didn't get any calls unless like, we called in just to fuck with them, but we didn't know shit about golf. At least we could talk about wrestling if we called into the wrestling show. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We were going to find out what that news be doing. I'm sorry. So, anyway, the U.S. Uh, implementing new restrictions should you be coming to or fro from China because of China lifting their restrictions and a surge in COVID cases currently happening. You hear this is driven by this spike in COVID cases in China as China has released, just said that. Uh, excuse me, relaxed some of its COVID restrictions and by concerns of the emergence of a potential new variant here, right? That's right. And it's also driven by one other thing, Hallie, which is U.S. skepticism about the data Ooh, that China yeah. is releasing to the rest of the world. <laughs> Anti-vax to the max. We've got we've got our eye on you. Data. They don't believe U.S. federal health officials. They come in during the COVID story. Have a good handle with the data they have right now on potential new variants of concern that could emerge from the surge of cases we're seeing in China. And as a result, they don't know that they'd be able to tell when there's a new variant 
and then slow the spread. And so as a result, federal health officials tell us that starting on January 5th at 12.01 a.m., they will begin requiring uh, a negative COVID test pre-departure from anyone coming from China. It doesn't matter if you're Chinese, American, or anything else. If you're coming by plane from China to the United States, you're going to have to get a negative COVID test uh, up to two days before departure. It can be a PCR test. It can also, interestingly, be one of those antigen self-tests that you take if it's the kind that you do via telehealth, which means essentially somebody is on a webcam watching you take that COVID test and you kind of hit, uh, hold up the results so that they can see uh, that it's a negative test. And that way you can get a piece of paper that says, uh, look, this person actually did have a COVID, a negative COVID result. The U.S. also says that in response to these concerns in China, they are stepping up their tracking uh, and surveillance of travelers who are coming uh, into the country by adding two new airports in Los Angeles and Seattle to that monitoring program as they... Yeah, I don't know why it's not universal. ...fully uh, U.S. health officials that this is not going to prevent every single COVID case from entering the country from China. Of course China. not. They say it will go a long ways towards trying to slow the spread. And they also reiterate that the U.S. continues to make offers to China to help it with its COVID crisis, including an offer of vaccines. But they say so far China has not been willing to take the U.S. up on that offer, although they say that offer still stands despite these new restrictions going into place on January 5th. Four, good evening. This does feel in many ways, and Josh, you alluded to this, like what we saw in the early, early days of the pandemic, right? The imposition of travel restrictions um, and the onus on, in this instance, right, the onus is on airlines to, to get this stuff implemented. That's exactly right. The airlines are going to be the ones who are going. To oh, God, I'm starting to feel sick now just listening to this. And decide. I got to tickle my throat. Whether to let you onto that flight. That is the key reason uh, that health officials are not putting in this policy into place right now. You might say, all right, well, if we're concerned right now, right. shouldn't we do this immediately? Uh, might it be too late if we wait until January 5th? But just like we saw when the U.S. imposed travel restrictions at the very beginning of the pandemic, this creates chaos for airlines at a time uh, when, as we have been covering, there's plenty of chaos already in the airline industry. And so public health officials say uh, that they will start this on January 5th so that they can work with the airlines to help them understand what is going to be required uh, and help prepare them to be the ones who actually uh, do that verification of these negative COVID tests. I will tell you, Corey, that most places are actually down or, or steady with their COVID cases. I, I checked that out earlier. However, I mean, we are still seeing uh, handfuls of deaths pretty much every state and the US has recorded 100 million COVID cases but more than likely 200 million Americans have probably had it the US has officially recorded more than 100 million confirmed COVID cases but the actual number is probably at least twice as high as the US enters the fourth year of the pandemic the virus keeps mutating into more transmissible variants making it even more difficult to control about 400 people a day are still dying from the virus, and about 5,000 are being admitted to the hospital daily. So there's that. <laughs> COVID, the flu, RSV. Bad fucking software. 
and weather all led to a confluence of events on Southwest Airlines this week, who has had to cancel even more flights. Listen to a statement from the CEO, apparently. Thousands of flights are up to now. Whether you haven't been able to get to where you need to go, this is Bob Jordan. Our heroic employees caught up in a massive effort to stabilize the airline uh, to know is that we're doing everything we can Ooh, to return yeah. to a normal operation. Cities where large numbers of scheduled flights simultaneously froze as record bitter cold brought challenges for all airlines. You know, our network is highly complex. Kevin, thank you for Operate being a freaking follower. Counts on all the pieces, especially aircraft and crews, remaining in motion to where they're planned to go. With our large fleet of airplanes and, and flight crews out of position in dozens of locations, and after days of trying to operate as much of our full schedule across the busy holiday weekend, we reached a decision point to significantly reduce our flying to catch up. We're focused on safely getting all of the pieces back into position uh, to end this rolling struggle. I kind of feel like you just didn't have employees, sir. Service well, 99% of the time, but clearly, I don't. I don't think you made the decision to cut your flights. I just don't think you had the employees to be able to make the flights. Asshole. Need to double down on our already existing plans to upgrade systems for these extreme circumstances, so that we never again face what's happening uh, right now. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg promised an investigation. Mayor Pete on the on the on the scene. Secretary Buttigieg earlier today to continue the discussions we've been having with the DOT through the holiday, uh, sharing all the things that we're doing to make things right for our customers. We always take care of our customers, and we the, will the, lean in the, and go above and beyond as they. The computer issue is a thing, so they've got a very antiquated system because they've not wanted to invest into it. So they don't have like a real time tracker for their their crew. It's like a, a, an old school system where they got to like phone in to people. And because there were so many employees that were, were off their, their uh, uh, schedule, there were so many people phoning in that it was like a 23-hour wait for some of them. For like a flight attendant to be able to call in and let the company know where they're at. And so they've also not hired back their full staff that they laid off when we went into COVID. So it's all been the, these cost-saving measures and trying to run as lean as they can. Devil, good evening. They, we're, that's exactly what we're talking about. This is some capitalist shit going on right in here. Southwest cancels more flights. The CEO is talking some bullshit. He would expect us to. Teams are working on all of that, processing refunds, proactively reaching out and taking care of customers who are dealing with costly detours and reroutes. It's just a few examples. Our plan for the next few days is to fly a reduced schedule and reposition our people and planes, and we're making headway, and we're optimistic to be back on track before next week. They'll be sure that they're uh, back on schedule after New Year's. That's what we got going on with Southwest. 
It's at this point in time, though, it's kind of hard to keep blaming the weather, though. Shit still going on. Let me let me show you some some wild ass video. Uh, I've got some some crazy pictures. Weather be doing some crazy ass shit, but it's cool. This is Buffalo. This is drone footage. For Buffalo, New York. Storm has killed dozens of people. They're expecting that as the snow melts, they're going to find more dead bodies. Got pictures of Niagara Falls completely frozen. Problem with the climate is not people. It's the the, the problem uh, with the climate has nothing to do with the amount of people on the earth. It's not an individual problem. industrial waste problem says and I don't think they say that ninja fart just enjoy the crazy ass video of buffalo your body has millions of moving parts sorry that was really loud Here's Niagara Falls, completely frozen. That's wild to me, but I assume it happens a lot. This isn't the first time Niagara Falls is froze, right? Check this out in Idaho. We have video of a snow NATO. I, I thought it said shark NATO at first. This is a snow NATO. See it whirling over here. And that's good video. Watch it again. A snownado in Idaho.
I don't know if I would go. Yeah, there we go. I don't know if I'd go towards it. <laughs> the the snownado was boring. Oh. All right. I'll get to something a little more exciting. Uh, but I probably gotta hit the content warning for this. But I guess that's, a, that's what you came for. Three people found dead after falling through a lake in Arizona. ice on Woods Canyon Lake behind me. The sign that a tragedy happened. Six people fell through. Three of them parents that never made it out alive. Goddamn. Slow, somber process Tuesday. Divers gearing up for a recovery effort. The rescue window had closed. Monday, the day after Christmas, three families, six adults, five kids, drove up from Chandler to enjoy the snowy outdoors. They were up here just sort of as a, a recreational, enjoying it and uh, wanting to get some pictures out on the ice. That's when three of the parents fell through the ice and into the 30 degree water. Hypothermia sets in very quickly. Charbonne? And if you're not a swimmer, it's that much more difficult. Firefighters told Thank you for being a freaking follower. Children and a woman. What the fuck indeed. Their loved ones, but they fell into the water themselves and barely Wait, made what? it. Let's go back. Hold By on. Time someone got self fell through the ice and into the 30 degree water. Six adults, five kids drove up from Chandler to enjoy the snowy outdoors. They were up here just sort of as a, a recreational enjoying it and uh, wanting to get some pictures out on the ice. That's when three of the parents fell through the ice and into the 30 degree water. Hypothermia sets in very quickly at that point. And if you're not a swimmer, it's that much more difficult. Firefighters told ABC 15, Two children and a woman tried to rescue their loved ones, but they fell into the water themselves and barely made it to the shore. By the time someone got cell service and first responders arrived with limited resources, it was too late. One father and both parents of two little girls passed away. You never get used to it, you know, uh, especially when you're dealing with the children. And DCS had to be called Monday night to come and take custody of the orphaned girls. We wanted to make sure that they felt as safe as possible, uh, tried to keep them oh, God uh, damn. from the scene as, as best as we could. The father's bodies were found Tuesday, bringing an end to the recovery effort at Woods Canyon Lake. But everyone on that shore was thinking about the kids, the families, and their recovery. Zach Crenshaw, ABC 15, Arizona. There you go. That was boring. Got a couple more gut-riching stories for you here. We're gonna go to Michigan for another. I was I was making fun of the UK for people falling into lakes in the UK. But apparently, it's also a scourge here in the US. We just have people just like fall into lakes naturally. Missing doctor found dead under a frozen pond surface in Michigan. A dive team searched the pond near Dr. Bullock Penyon's home after his security system showed him leaving his house on foot. A Michigan doctor who was reported missing on Christmas Eve was found dead Tuesday after a diving team searched a frozen pond near his home. Dr. Bullock Penyon was last seen leaving the Henry Ford Alliance Health Hospital in Jackson last Thursday. 
Blackman Leone Public Safety said at Christmas Eve on Facebook his car was found at his home, but he did not return to work or have contact with his friends or family. Payen uh, was seen leaving his home on foot after detectives were able to access his password-protected security system, authorities said on Tuesday. Search of the area, which included the use of police dogs and drones, yielded no results. The Jackson County dive team found Payen after it cut holes into the surface of a frozen pond on his property to search the water. An autopsy is being conducted by the Jackson County Medical Examiner's Office. Detectives believe Dr. Panyon uh, would have been deceased prior to when he was reported missing due to the weather conditions on the day that he left his residence and the fact that he was in the water. Well. Okay, 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 okay. It's not all grizzly. It's not all grizzly. I got I got some stories that are 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 death-defying but have happy endings. How about that? Some rescuers used some kayaks to get to a pilot after a crash. I have some 9-11 videos if you want to keep things alive. We do the news here. We do we do a serious news show on the show with the troll head. I'm into this shit. I watch this shit anyway. I love body camera footage. Uh, Pope dying is later on in the in the in the show. So this happened in Maryland. A plane crashed into a river you're seeing the rescue happen county fire department officials praised the kayakers and said their heroic actions saved couchman's life you see the tail of the plane there sticking up from the from the river Benedictus the 16th. I think it's the 16th. He's not in very good health. But I've still still got more more crazy news to show you. Possibly weather induced. This This one is some fucking final destination shit right here. Motorists survive after a guardrail impels their car on a Connecticut highway. Oh, 
Holy shit. It'll buffer out. <laughs> Holy fuck indeed. I it's a it's it's a wonder. Charmed one, good evening. It is a wonder. It is a wonder they survived that shit. The two motorists were able to walk away from a serious car accident after a steel guardrail impaled. Impaled is the right word. Impaled their vehicle. Authorities said the incident happened on December 26th on Interstate 384 in Manchester, Connecticut. Manchester Fire Rescue EMS posted footage of the scene showing the guardrail stuck between the passenger seats and protruding from the vehicle. That does not do it justice. Jesus. Jesus was at work with that one. The steel guardrail penetrated the vehicle in the right front. You live in sexual anarchy. Passed completely through the passenger compartment between both occupied seats and exited the left rear, extending approximately 20 feet out of the vehicle. Like a a shish kebab. The car was shish kebobbed. Miraculously, the occupant suffered only minor injuries and were transported to a local hospital with fire department paramedics. I would assume the worst part, like, like they're just startled. <laughs> That's not the only one I got for you. It's another Christmas miracle. A postal worker... Survives a crash that demolished his truck. Look at that fucking shit. This happened in Kent County, Michigan. A postal worker was left with numerous broken bones and injuries after her mail truck was hit head-on by a semi-truck the day before Christmas Eve. According to Michigan State Police, the crash happened on Friday morning in Kent County in western Michigan, north of Grand Rapids. Troopers said the driver of the postal truck was taken to the hospital with serious injuries. State Police shared photos of the crash on Twitter, showing a total mail truck buried among snow. Icy roads can be seen surrounding the area. Goddamn. Family members identified the USPS driver as Dora Schwinger. On the GoFundMe page, Schwinger's daughters said she suffered two broken ankles, two broken legs, a broken pelvis bone, a broken tailbone, broken ribs, two broken wrists, and two broken arms. I'm sorry that you had to resort to a GoFundMe, ma'am. God damn. 
if you so feel the need to give, there's the GoFundMe. They are very close to their goal. The goal of 20 grand, they're already up to 16. Schwanger will be undergoing multiple surgeries, including on her left leg, left foot, left wrist, and potentially left pinky. God damn. I mean, are you going to jack off to me? You live in sexual anarchy. By the way, you can go to, uh, you can go to the best of the troll patrol and the origins of Charlie Kirk talking about sexual anarchy. Totally right there at your fingertips. Everything time-coded. Charlie Kirk, sexual anarchy right there. All right. Hopefully this is the last time I actually talk about the Super Bowl halftime show. We did That's where sexual anarchy comes from. Because apparently Charlie Kirk responded You live in sexual uh, anarchy. Stupid-ass tweet he sent out. Totally go watch the, the best of the Troll Patrol. 2022. Catch up on all the moments you missed. We've been talking about weather-related incidents. Here, Here is something I didn't know about. Bats get really cold and they fall to the ground. And poor bats... More bats in Fairland. Hyperthermic shock caused hundreds of Mexican free-tailed bats to lose their grip and fall. Wildlife officials who had rabies vaccinations went out and rescued them. Damn, that's a lot of bats. 1,600 bats ended up in the attic of the Houston Humane Society's wildlife director. Are the bats? Oh, look at the cute little fuckers. There. there wasn't an appropriate room for them in their main building. So we decided the best thing to do would be to uh, put them up in my attic um, where it's <laughs> cold but not freezing so that they could go into kind of a hibernative state called turpor. And so their um, uh, metabolism slows down. Uh, they don't use as much glucose. They don't need to eat. And they think it's maybe time to go and fly out. Globus. What's up, my friend? Most of them will be released on Wednesday to the same area which they were rescued. It is warmed up across so most they, of the uh, U.S. Live in a, a, a society. They've got yes, we live in a society. Got mates, uh, and um, so uh, if we were to release them in another location. They would fight for territory. They wouldn't be welcomed where they are, so they need to go back to where where their home is. From whence they came. You know, a lot of people think you get attached and you don't want to release them. It's the exact opposite. You're attached, but you're so happy to see them out where they're supposed to be and free. Um, it's just there's no feeling like it. That's kind of scary. Main Society is now working to raise money for facility upgrades that would include a bat room. They can let the bats do that shit. 
No, we don't want to talk about Nepo babies. We do real news here on this show, goddammit. You want more gore? I got more gore. Yeah, I guess we'll do more gore. Not Al Gore. We do politics here. Simp, good evening. No, 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 no. You read my mind. No. Politics comes after the break. We're gonna we're gonna keep doing uh, gruesome stories. Indiana woman has been uh, that was denied a protective order days before she was killed in an apparent murder suicide. Her family is speaking out. This is this is an issue that needs to be covered. Thank you, thank you, Simp. Uh. A lot of women report abuse, try to obtain protective orders, and are denied, and then end up dead. A woman was killed in her home just days after filing for divorce. Tonight, her family opens up about the tragedy. The family of Julie Yao Schmitke says that she was denied a restraining order against her estranged husband just days before she was killed. Columbus, Indiana police are investigating it as an apparent murder-suicide. In a story you'll only see on WLKY, our Gladys Batista talked with the victim's family who believes the system failed her. Julie Yao Schmidke's smile shows the happiness of a mother with two boys who was also five months pregnant with a baby girl. But her sister, Lori Griffin, says behind all of it was fear. She was scared. She was very scared. Um, she started changing the locks on her doors. Um, she started concealing. Um, I mean, she got cameras put up all around the house. Her family says the cameras were to alert her if her husband, Charles Schmidtke, came around. Griffin says the relationship went sour after her sister was attacked by her husband three months into their marriage. I really thought that that was going to be the one ticket to get her a protection order. Like, surely you get raped and attacked violently like that. Griffin believes what actually ended up happening set the tone for this now grieving family. Then when she goes to court with all the evidence that she had, even police checking on her for her safety, and they denied her. And then 10 days later, she's murdered in her own home in front of her kids. Court records show Julie had filed for divorce five days before her death. She was killed in her home on Sumter Court in Columbus, Indiana, and what police say was an apparent murder-suicide. He shot her several times in front of her son. Um, and then at that point, he came into the hallway, looked at um, Landon with a smile on his face, saying that, I'm here for your mother. You boys need to call your father to come pick you up. Then he drug her into the bedroom and finished the job. He executed her. Griffin says she's angry with the court system. The family believes failed them. They had the chance to take his guns and his ammo. It would have been harder for him to find a gun to attack my sister. like. They just completely failed her. It was, it's unspeakable. Now the family is preparing to say goodbye to Julie and her unborn baby, Caroline. It's going to be a big hole in our family. In Columbus, Indiana, Gladys Bautista, W. This is one of the reasons why I advocate for red flag laws. It is, is people, spouses that are in abusive relationships like that that need to be listened to. When it comes to uh, 
when the courts need to step in to take firearms from people. We, like right wingers always uh, got upset with the believe uh, believe women tagline. It's like, oh, well, do I need to believe all women? Well, no, you need to take claims that women make seriously because this shit is far too fucking common. And I'm tired of having to hear these stories over and over and over again. So much wrong with that. (sighs) Go to Missouri. Where last week a woman tracked down the alleged carjackers who stole her car. Apparently this had something to do with a viral TikTok trend. Oh, yeah. Shakespeare. What's going on? Thank you for being a freaking follower. Uh, a woman in Missouri allegedly tracked down and killed the men she believes stole her car. Demisha Coleman, 35, was arrested after the killings and charged with two counts of murder, one count of assault, and three counts of armed criminal action. She allegedly shot and killed Darius Jackson, who was 19 years old, and Joseph Farrer, 49, who she believed had stolen her car. Police responded to reports of a shooting at a gas station in St. Louis where they found Miss uh, Mr. Farrer and Mr. Jackson with gunshot wounds to their torsos. A third man was shot in the head but survived the attack. It is unclear if the victims had stolen Miss Coleman's car. According to police, surveillance video showed Miss Coleman approaching the gas station with a man who was also armed. She allegedly approached a Hyundai uh, Tucson she believed to be hers, opened the door, and began firing her gun inside. Fox News reports that Miss Coleman told detectives that she went to the gas station to retrieve her stolen vehicle. She had no prior criminal history. Hyundai and Kia thefts have surged in the St. Louis region in recent week. Uh, in recent weeks, a viral TikTok trend showed users how to use USB cables to hotwire the cars and likely contributed to the spike in thefts. I had no clue this was going on. Oh, I guess they're not going to show us the TikTok videos. The car makers are facing a class action lawsuit as a result. They're very easy, unfortunately, to steal. Buffalo Police uh, Commissioner Joseph Gramaglia said after a group of teenagers died in an accident following the theft of a Kia Sportage. You can look up the information that's been put out there. Gramaglia continued. There are numerous cities across the country that are looking at looking into or have filed lawsuits against Kia because of the ease that they are able to steal these cars. Fucking wow. All right, now we're going to go to Idaho. This is a story we've covered a couple different times. We've had to check in because the police have dropped the ball big time. This was four college students were stabbed to death in their house. 
Idaho's in Moscow, Idaho. This is the second time we've been to Idaho tonight. Idaho has been very newsworthy. <laughs> Police just dropping this uh, body camera footage from an encounter where they got called out to the house a couple weeks before the murders. Hello, miss. Hello. What's your name? Santa. Police confront one of the victims in the Idaho University murders. Body cam video obtained by a web sleuth shows cops at the house where the murder... Oh, the cops didn't even fucking drop it? Zana Kernodal comes to the door and an officer reads her the riot act. This is the second noise complaint we've had here tonight within two hours. I'm sorry okay? about that. So this time it was the blonde gal and the guy on the back porch playing music. Okay, so... I... Sincerely apologize about okay. that. Okay, he is sincerely drunk. Okay. so just so you understand, you could be getting a misdemeanor citation for this, which means you have to go oh, fuck off, cop, and explain why you couldn't keep the people in your house quiet. The incident happened over Labor Day weekend, seven weeks before the brutal murders. It's 12.40 a.m. Zana was the only one of the five women who lived there who was home. She told cops another victim, Madison Mogan, was at the Corner Club, the same sports bar where she and slain Kaylee Gonzalez spent their last evening alive. That's them caught on a just-released surveillance camera image a couple of hours before they were murdered. Body cam makes it clear the house was party central and the noise was infuriating neighbors. We can hear you from clear down the road when we were coming up here. We can hear the music. Okay. It's so neighbors I don't believe you. While the seven-week investigation into the murders appears to be stalled, cops issued a strongly worded appeal asking the public for... I think the cops had a vendetta against them. ...and social media content to help solve the murders. When you ask the public... Uh, like, there was plenty of distance. How How in the fuck? ...agent Maureen's strongly worded appeal asking the public... How in the fuck are you so loud that your neighbors can hear you? You should be able to, to play music relatively loud and get away with it. What the fuck? Clear down the road is not a standard unit of measurement. Tones is. Good evening, Tones. What's going on, my friend? Look for additional pictures, video, and social media content to help solve the murders. When you ask the public generally for help, it means you're stuck. I spoke with former FBI agent Maureen O'Connell. Do you think the suspect was known to the victims? I think the victims were known to the suspect in some way, shape, or form. And it could have been something innocuous, like someone that just works as, at a convenience store or would see these girls going out to, um, you know, hang with their friends, and they were very beautiful and popular. Uh, you know, I could see someone becoming fixated on them in that regard. Idaho police say they've now received more than 12,000 tips in the case. I wanted to highlight... The apparent uh, TikTok conspiracy. It's starting to win me over that maybe TikTok is a scourge on society. But then again, like, it's like fucking old people say that about everything. Every new thing that happens is, a, is like a scourge on society. But there was a, a conspiracy that went around on the TikTok against one of the professors at the university there in the, in the city. And the professor totally didn't do it. It has been about six weeks since the brutal murders of four University of Idaho college students inside their off-campus home in the dead of night. Still no answers for the families of Ethan Chapin, Madison Mogan, Zana Kernodal, and Kaylee Gonzalez. 
as to what happened. I'm fascinated by this. That house on King Road. Tonight, yet another person has been ruled out as a suspect. Krem 2 is still pushing for information from the investigators of the Moscow homicides. And Krem 2 Shannon Mowdy sat down one-on-one -on -one with the police chief to find out where the investigation stands today. Just a few hours ago, Moscow police released an update in this case saying there is still no identified suspect. But already the department is looking ahead to the day of an arrest, and that is heavily factoring into how we're seeing information come out now. And you can make an arrest when you ain't got no suspect. Four University of Idaho students were murdered inside this Moscow home. And with no identified suspect and leads still being tracked down, Moscow police are looking ahead. It's not just about today. It's about um, in a year from now or whenever um, we make an arrest and, and go to trial. Chief James Fry couldn't give out much information as the investigation continues. He He's useless. That can be frustrating to those desperate for answers. And we're fact finders. That's what um, an investigation does. It puts all the pieces together so that we can paint the picture so that when, a, when an arrest is made and it goes to trial that um, we can lay that all out for a jury to um, be able to see the facts and, and see where, how we got from point A to point B. Finding facts, though, takes time, with rumors churning on social media, even leading to a lawsuit. A University of Idaho professor has filed a defamation suit against a woman who accused her of murdering the students on TikTok. Millions watched that video. New today, Moscow police said investigators don't believe she's involved in the crime. We're, we're focused on this um, homicide right now, so that's what we're... Yeah, these... these but Chief Fry said... True crime lovers on Facebook and TikTok are a real problem. Uh, this happens a lot with, like, missing kids, very salacious uh, stories. Uh, you've got a lot of people that try to play amateur detective on the Facebook groups. As the national attention... Um, it, it's new, you know, we're, we're not used to the national attention quite this big. ...has also helped. It's generating even more tips. We've had over 17... Well, this isn't necessarily a good thing. A nationwide team's helping sort through those. Law enforcement says even if you know something you don't think is pertinent to the case, maybe you saw something that you don't know is is the yeah. key, but maybe detectives and, and law enforcement know that that's yeah. the thing they need. That's exactly right, and that's why we've asked people, you know, with any pictures from, from that night or any video to send it to us, send it to our tip line. Because just one small tip could change everything. And uh, we're not going to stop until. I'm not sure what the noise is she got going on. It sounds like she's now shaking a, a, a can of spray of paint. Break. Chief Fry wants returning University of Idaho students to know that increased campus patrols will continue. He's even reached out to Lataw County to add to that security. In yeah, I think the I think the cops have really dropped the ball on that one. All right, one last story, and then we're going to go. If I, can if I can push the commercial back.
Man has been arrested after a racist and homophobic rant at a San Ramen in and out. Is that how you say that? Colorado man has been arrested on hate crime charges after a viral TikTok video showed him hurling homophobic and racist slurs at two Korean American customers dining at a California in and out burger. Want the TikTok video? Huh? There we go. Wait, have you had a light well fry before? What is a light well fry? Okay, it's French. I have not had it. Yeah. What? Why me, man? Why me? I just want to eat my fine Dutchman in peace, bro. I feel like this is a fever dream. Is this still the 24th? Is it still Christmas Eve? On Christmas Eve, no less. Honestly, for eating the flying Dutchman, I kind of feel like I deserve to be a crime. <laughs> that really did actually just happen. I said, Japanese or Korean? Uh, I'm Korean. Yeah, you're Korean. Kim Jong-un's boyfriend. You're Kim Jong-un's boyfriend? You know, we have been acquainted. You've had gay sex with him? Ooh, would not go that far. We're only on second base. He hasn't taken me out to dinner. He's, he's fondled the uh, Oon's titties. Can I take you out to dinner? Come on, stop, stop, stop. Nothing, nothing. Stop. I'm you sorry. Say I'm sorry. I'm sorry, my bad. I didn't say anything. You didn't say anything. No, sir. Nothing. I can spit in your face and it's a Filipino shit. What? Why are you acting mad? Because it's fucking funny. <laughs> oh my god, only in San Ramon then? San Ramon? No, you weren't. Anyways, um, you can try the. Anyways, you can try the fuck. Hmm. <laughs> I'm chilling, don't worry. This is not in the name of holiday cheer. Yeah, somebody was not included in all the reindeer games. You should have not said anything. Like He's staring at us right now. I like them. Anyways, that I would love one. They're adorable. He's very much <laughs> Um. At least I'll try the root beer float. That is a My midterms are almost being released. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just... Um, honestly, 10 out of 10 would get it again. Oh my god, I can't even do this. I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. Um, so I'm gonna try the whole grilled onion. The burger looks really good. I'm so nervous. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because he's like, I'm gonna wait. Yes, and like, we were just reading that. The Colorado man has been arrested on hate crime charges. After that, Viral TikTok video showed him hurling homophobic and racist slurs at two Korean American customers during a California in or dining at a California In and Out burger. Forty year old Jordan Douglas Douglas <laughs> Ah shit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but I've I've got the cotton mouth really bad. I really need to go refill my coffee. Forty year old and that's what I'm gonna blame it on, not just being stupid. 40-year-old Jordan Douglas Craw of Denver, Colorado, was arrested on Monday by San Ramon police and charged with two counts of committing a hate crime, the police department said in a statement. 
According to investigators, the tirade took place on the night of Christmas Eve inside an In-N-Out burger in San Ramon, where Orion Kim and Elliot Ha were filming a TikTok video of Ha's reaction to Kim's food order. The video we just watched. All right, when we come back from the other side of the break, we're, we're going to check in with uh, the previous Pope, and then we're going to check in with the Pope of Men's Rights, Andrew Tate. I, I'm looking forward to watching his video response to getting smacked down by Greta Thunberg. Marjorie Taylor Greene is going to attack Tulsi Gabbard. Uh, Kanye is missing. Kanye is missing, guys. Uh, maybe we should be worried. Uh, Ted Cruz is going to try to call out uh, Joe Biden, and that is going to backfire spectacular, spectacularly. Plus, the EU uh, is getting sued by ExxonMobil. All that and more when we come back on the other side of the break. Hi, I'm Justin Freakin. I'm a leftist broadcaster and comedian. Not liberal. Leftist. And despite what you may have heard from right-wing propaganda, George Soros isn't handing out Soros bucks and funding people like me. There are no Koch brothers, Mercers, or any number of right-wing think tanks funding content on the left side of the spectrum the way they fund people like Ben Shapiro, Dave Rubin, and Dennis Prager. And YouTube doesn't monetize videos that are controversial or deal with politics unless you're someone like Steven Crowder. So this is an ultimatum. Become a patron. Support my Patreon. Or I'm going to become a right-winger and get some of that easy money. You know for a fact that I could be bigger than Charlie Kirk or Jesse Lee Peterson. Amazing! All I have to do is talk about how I used to be an SJW snowflake, but the left went too far with their cultural Marxism, and Republicans are stupid enough to buy it, even though this video exists. And you know I'm right, so give me your money, or I'm selling you out. We live in turbulent times. The media is full of deception, conspiracy theories, and fake news. Now, more than ever, it is important to ensure you're getting information from a source that's freaking reliable. I'm Justin Mullins, and this is the Freakin' News. Get a breaking or interesting story with a humorous twist in about a minute, weekdays, 8 a.m. Eastern, on YouTube, BitChute, Odyssey, and more.
I bet you guys want a kitten, don't you? I oh, know she she's acting like she's gonna throw up or something. Get him. Look at the baby. This kitten is wild. This kitten climbs the walls. Don't let that face fool you. She ain't sweet at all. She ain't got no lip. She ain't got no tail either. Bobtail. She awfully cute though. I found her in a in a car or in a truck. And like her lip was already like that. I don't know what happened to it. They're going to do surgery on it, but apparently if the surgery doesn't take, it's no big deal. Like it doesn't, it doesn't affect your quality of life. She sounds weird when she drinks water. It's, it's, it's different. <laughs> she says she's over there drinking water right now. It's a wild noise. I thought, I thought one of the other cats was throwing up. I'm like, oh no, that's the that's the baby kitten drinking water. Not high enough for this shit. I'm looking forward to talking some of the bullshit that we got. I don't know, like, am I gonna laugh about Kanye being missing? a weird one him not being in the public eye is the best thing for him right now that's for sure like I hope he's not like missing missing he's gonna be found under a pond or some shit we've done that story too many times tonight Toxic Blades. Good evening. I mean, that's 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 a good possibility. Before we get there, though, Energy Giant Exxon Mobil sues EU to block energy windfall. U.S. energy giant ExxonMobil is suing the EU in a bid to force the bloc to scrap its new windfall tax on oil, on oil firms. The windfall tax is imposed on firms that benefited from something that they were not responsible for. Energy firms are getting much more money for their oil and gas, partly due to supply concerns as a result of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. But Exxon accuses Brussels of exceeding its legal authority, calling the measure counterproductive. ExxonMobil reported a quarterly profit of almost $20 billion in October. In September, European Commission Chief Ursula von der Leyen announced the plan for major oil, gas, and coal, com- uh, coal companies to pay a crisis contribution on their increased 2022 profits, which sounds perfectly reasonable. 
A 33% tax on this year's profits was announced, which were, uh, which were more than the 20% higher than the average for the three previous years. But Exxon argues that the levy discourages investments and undermines investor confidence in a challenge filed at the EU's Luxembourg-based General Court. Whether we invest here primarily depends on how attractive and globally competitive Europe will be, Exxon spokesperson Casey Norton told the Reuters news agency. So, trying to extort them. Go to Jackson, Mississippi, where residents are still without uh, clean water. They are tired of apologies. Uh, these very important press conferences. Uh, the mayor of Jackson, Obviously, Mississippi. Uh, we are dealing with the worst case scenario, uh, like we said was a possibility last Monday. We have heard from residents who have not had water for days. I've spoken to residents whose families, uh, whose family have been in town for the holidays, uh, who are scrambling to fix Christmas dinner uh, with little to no water. I've spoken Give to oil company subsidies while we can't uh, get clean water to the city of Jackson. This is the capital city of Mississippi. We, too, are tired. There is no way to prevent what is happening to our water treatment facility. We do not control Mother Nature. We are dealing with an old and crumbling system that continues to offer challenge after challenge. And this is why when we stand before you four, three or four days ahead of time and say that we have the threat of Arctic temperatures and this can threaten our system, we say so seriously and sincerely because we have experienced these challenges before and over the span of time that we have in order to prepare, there is little that we can do in order to prevent things like pipes rupturing and disturbing our water treatment distribution system. I don't want um, residents to assume that if you see a leak in the street and it's been running for some time that the city is aware. Uh, so we are asking for your help. We're asking oh my God. our eyes and our ears so that we can have the crews that respond. In many instances, these crews aren't actually making repairs because they're looking for the leaks as soon as they can find I'm them. pretty sure Flint uh, still doesn't have clean drinking water. Those repairs immediately, so we need your help. No, not the British laughing at us now. Don't, don't do that. Don't make, don't make us feel bad. Ted Cruz. I got to hit the content warning for him, right? That was an established rule. I got to hit a content warning before we do a Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz has been called out for hypocrisy after mocking Joe Biden's tropical vacation. Senator Ted Cruz either has a very bad memory or simply likes being humiliated. I think he has a humiliation kink. It's possible that he lives in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual anarchy? That's the only reasonable explanation for why he attempted to mock President Joe Biden for vacationing in the U.S. Virgin Islands 
while much of the U.S. is plagued by a frigid winter storm. Although it can be argued that having the president sunbathing in St. Crow, St. Crow, St. Crow, I have no clue how you say it. Well, many of his fellow Americans are shivering, makes for bad optics. Cruz is the wrong person to make that argument. You might remember the smarmy Texas Republican came under fire in February of 2021 when he jetted off to Cancun, Mexico, avoiding power outages in his state caused by historic winter weather. And he got drug on Twitter. Because that's the society we live in. Hopefully, Twitter humiliates you. Shames you into feeling embarrassment. Content warning on this one. We're going to talk about drag shows. Ron DeSantis is launching an investigation into a Christmas drag show in South Florida. We got a video attached to it, but it don't want to play in Google for some reason. over a drag show brewing in South Florida. The state now stepping in to investigate a Christmas drag Bullshit. show which came through our area on a national tour. Governor Ron DeSantis's office responded to complaints about children in the audience there. NBC6's Phil Prazen is live now from Fort Lauderdale with more on this story and the details. Phil. Well, organizers originally advertised these shows as for all ages. The venues, however, were very clear with people saying this was for adults only unless children came with their parents. Small groups of protesters followed the drag queen shows, picketing the sidewalks outside of Tuesday night's show at the James L. Knight Center. We're going to come out and peacefully protest, brush in hand, because... Uh, he cannot accept that it's blasphemies against motherfuckers. Kids are far safer around drag queens than they are around it's churches. It's really out of hand. Uh, it's a very satanic situation to uh, pervert our children. And did he say it's a it's a satanic situation? I don't know what drag has to do with with with, with Satan. Catholic group prayed outside and chanted. It's really gotten out of hand. Uh, it's a very satanic situation to uh, pervert our children, and we cannot permit that. They're protesting the holidays. They're protesting good fun. They're protesting families. A local anti-fascist organization held a counter-protest supporting the show across the street. Oh, yeah. Hatred in their souls for people that we love about, and this is a form of self-defense, of community defense. On Monday, Nina West and Trinity the Tuck performed a drag queen Christmas at the Broward Center for Performing Arts. The Department of Business and Professional Regulation received complaints over the show Monday night and are investigating. Brian Griffin, the governor's press secretary, wrote, Investigating. Fines will be shared with the Florida Department of Law Enforcement. 
writing, exposing children to sexually explicit activity is a crime in Florida, and such action violates the department's licensing standards for operating a business and holding a liquor license. We asked for an interview or comment from Nita West and Trinity the Tuck. They're going to go after the venues. They're going to go after the venues and make the venues scared to, to host any of these events. My God, these people are evil. Department of Law Enforcement writing exposing children to sexually explicit activity is a crime in Florida and such action violates the department's licensing standards for operating a business and holding a liquor license. We asked for an interview or comment from Nita West and Trinity the Tuck and have not yet heard back. A media spokesperson from the Broward Center of Performing Arts wrote me saying the show was 18 years and up unless their parents brought them. Writing, to ensure patrons were aware of the adult themes and content in the show, this information was on the website and ticket purchase page. All ticket buyers were also informed directly through a know-before-you-go email. I've reached out to Governor DeSantis' office to see if the Miami show is also under investigation, and I have not yet heard back. So again, the crux of this issue is should parents be able to bring their children to these drag shows? Now, the facilities allow it. They need to see nothing wrong with parental supervision. Now, Governor DeSantis' administration opposes that and will investigate, and the stakes could be the facility's liquor licenses. Phil Price in NBC6 News. Florida should be cool. Like, it should be like the coolest state in the country. But it's not. It's like the the shittiest ass state. What the fuck? We're gonna go to New York, where the gay Jewish Republican, who was apparently not gay or Jewish, now has an investigation launched into him. The DA launches investigation into Rep. Elect George Santos. For his fabrications, she calls nothing short of stunning. On Monday, Santos, who was recently elected to represent a portion of Long Island, New York, in Congress, admitted to a slew of lies he told about his qualifications on the campaign trail. Representative-elect George Santos is under investigation after admitting to fabricating details of his past. This is according to the Nassau County District Attorney's Office. The numerous fabrications and inconsistencies associated with the congressman-elect Santos are nothing short of stunning. The residents of Nassau County and other parts of the 3rd District must have an honest and accountable representative in Congress. No one is above the law, and if a crime was committed in this county, we will prosecute it. Huh. Well, he was on last night with Tulsi. Speaking of people to change their party, Tulsi Gabbard, who recently left, left the Democrats. I guess was filling in for Tucker Carlson. And she had George Santos on last night. Just try not to get caught. I should know I served in Congress for eight years. But even when these politicians do get caught, people just shrug their shoulders and move on. No big deal, no consequences. A few examples, Dick Blumenthal lied about his military service. And of course, Elizabeth Warren, she lied about having Native American heritage. 
So no one should be surprised that the American people what? trust these politicians. They've got no faith that those in Washington are actually working. Are those really the two best lies you could come up with? My God. I could... Weapons of mass destruction would be a much better lie to point to. Oh, that's on the Republican side. For the people when they're so clearly working for themselves. Now, there are new accusations that George Santos, who was just elected to represent New York in Congress in this past election, has actually been lying extensively about his own past. Now, he admits to some of these deceptions. For example, Santos acknowledges that he, quote, embellished his resume by saying that he graduated from Baruch College, but he didn't. Now, Santos has also admitted he never actually worked for Citigroup and Goldman Sachs, even though his website suggested that he did. Additionally, Santos once called himself a proud Jew. But in an interview with the New York Post, Santos now says, quote, I am Catholic because I learned my maternal family had a Jewish background. I said I was Jew-ish. There are other accusations, but now we have the opportunity to hear directly from George Santos himself. This is his- This is gonna be fun. Since these accusations surfaced, George Santos joins us now. Congressman-elect Santos, thank you for joining us today. Um, first question I really want to ask you now that all this has been re revealed is, what does the word integrity mean to you? Well, Tulsi, thank you for having me. You know, um, to, to answer your question, integrity is very important. And like I, I said to the New York Post, embellishing what, what does it mean, though? What does it mean? Because it is, it is the second I, intensity, integrity, and then intelligence. The three eyes. So to answer your question, integrity is very important. And like I, I said to the New York Post, embellishing what, what does it mean, though? What does it mean? Because the, the meaning of well, the word actually matters in practice. Of course, it, it means to, to carry yourself in an honorable way. And I made a mistake. And I think humans are flawed and we all make mistakes, Tulsi. Um, I think we can all look at ourselves in the mirror and admit that once in our life we made a mistake. I'm having to admit this in national television for the whole country to see. And I have the courage to do so because I believe that in order to move past this and move forward and be an effective member of Congress, I have to face my mistakes and I'm facing them. Um, I don't know that you're going to Congress. Doing it's possible. I forward in my campaign. I'm not a fraud. I'm not a fake. I, I, I didn't materialize from thin air. I worked damn hard to get where I got my entire life. Life wasn't easy. It didn't start off easy. As I've said it many, many times, I come from abject poverty. I made some mistakes and I own up to them. The, and now I want to put this thing past is, me so I can deliver for the American people. The thing is, Congressman-elect, uh, integrity means, yes, carrying yourself with honor, but it means, it means telling the truth, being a person of integrity. Of and if I were one of those in New York's third district right now, now that the election is over and I'm It has never all, mattered in the Republican lies, Party. Told not just one little lie or one little embellishment. These are blatant lies. M my question is, do you have no shame? Do you have no shame in the people well, who are- Can you not feel embarrassment? To go and be their voice for them, their families, and their kids in Washington? 
There's not a shred of integrity between the two of them. No, not at all. You can say the same thing about the Democrats and, and the party. Look at Joe Biden. Joe Biden's been lying to the American people for 40 years. He's the president of the United States. Democrats resoundly support him. Do they have no shame? This, Look, this I've is, made this Come on, this man. Not, this I is made, not about the Democratic Party, though. This is about your relationship, no, frankly, with the people who've entrusted you to go and and fight for them. And I think one of the questions that, that really probably hits home to a lot of people is, is are you Jewish? We, we've got a letter that your campaign sent here, which reads as follows. As a proud American Jew, I've been to Israel numerous times for educational, business, and leisurely trips. You said there in that letter that you are, quote, a proud American Jew. How do you, how do you explain that? My heritage is Jewish. I've always identified as Jewish. I was raised a practicing Catholic. I think I've gone through this. Even I've not not being raised a practicing Jew, I've always joked with friends and circles, even with in the campaign, I'd say, guys, I'm Jewish. Remember, I was raised Catholic. So look, I understand everybody wants to nitpick at me. I, I'm going to reassure this once and for all. I'm not a you said your family fled the Holocaust extensive career that I worked really hard to achieve and I'm going to deliver from my experience because I remember not, it wasn't just the Holocaust he said his family fled from Stalin in Russia and then fled the Holocaust Six question marks. What's going on, my friend? I campaigned on crime. I campaigned on education. I campaigned on delivering results. Motherfucker thinks he's still going to serve in Congress. The third congressional district heard me. And he might. As I campaigned. Now it's going to be up on, uh, incumbent upon me to deliver on those results. And I look forward to servicing, you're, you're servicing exactly and, right. and serving my, pe my district. I look forward to serving the, my the, people. The result, and my he flipped a blue district. That people this are is looking what, for. The results that people are looking yeah, well, for I, are called into question when you tell blatant lies, not embellishments. And this is this is, I think, one of the biggest concerns, Congressman-elect, is that you don't really seem to be taking this seriously. You've apologized. You said you've made mistakes, but you've outright lied. A lie is not an embellishment on a resume. You said you worked at Goldman Sachs and Citigroup, but they've said we've got no record of this guy working for us. You've said you've gone to and graduated from these universities, but they've said, well, we've got no record of that. These are blatant lies and it calls into question how your constituents and the American people can believe anything that you may say when you are standing on the floor of the House of Representatives supposedly fighting for them. That's the real issue here. Well, look, I, and I, I agree with what you're saying. And as I stated and I continue, we can debate my my resume and how I worked with firms such as Goldman. Is it and debatable or is it long, just false? No, is it's it very, debatable no, or it's is very it just debatable. false? I, no, no, it's not false at all. It's it's debatable. I can I can sit down and explain to you what you can do in private equity, in in capital intro, via servicing limited partners and general partners, and we can have this discussion that's going to go way above the American people's head. But that's not what I campaigned on. I campaigned. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Yeah, you wouldn't understand what I'm getting ready to like the bullshit I'm getting ready to spill. So we just need to move past. <laughs> I think his argument is that he worked for like vendors of Citigroup and Goldman Sachs. And that's the embellishment that he made on his resume.
people by, by lowering inflation. I can sit down and if you want to have that discussion. I think Tulsi admires him. Explain that to you Co and Congress make sure that we, we, we settle the score. This is not about settling scores, and I think you just you just kind of highlighted, I think, my concern and the concern that people at home have. You're saying that this discussion will go way above the heads of the American people, basically insulting their intelligence. So not only are you... Well, not I mean, it is Fox News he's on. ...that you've told, I, but, but, but you're saying that, that you can't explain it saying. in a way that your constituents would actually be able to understand. I can explain it in a way if, you give, me, if you give me the time, I can easily give the... Uh, if you give me the time, I can easily explain it for you as, as in when investors are looking for capital and I'm sitting there doing due diligence on the, on the appetite and what they're looking for, right? And we work alongside GPs and LPs to help them place this capital. This is what I was doing, and that's when I worked extensively with these firms and many other firms at my time as I was v vice president of Linkbridge Investors. So this isn't a this isn't a made-up narrative. But I feel like nobody really wants to sit down and talk about it. Everybody just wants to push me and call me a liar. Look, well, I embellished my resume. Law dog, now a freaking subby. Alex Santos, we, we've given you a lot of time. I think. Fuzzy Simba giving out the gift sub. Thank you, Fuzzy Simba. Third, uh, it's hard to imagine how they could possibly trust your explanations when you're not really even willing to admit the depth of your deception to them. Thank you so much for being here and joining us. Thank you, Tulsi. Now, this... <laughs> Neither of them seemed too happy with what they got out of that. Tulsi tried to seem like a hard ass, but like... All the reporting had already been done for her. He just had to, you know, be a dickwad towards him. He, he really, he bombed. He bombed bad. I don't, like, I don't, when's lying been a, a liability in the Republican Party? I just don't see how they're going to stop him. It's going to be up to McCarthy whether to seat him or not. I assume that Pelosi isn't going to take any action against him before the new Congress. Unless, like, McCarthy is telling her to. Speaking of congressmen, let's talk about Jamie Raskin. Apparently, he's not in good health. Diagnosed with a serious but curable form of cancer. Raskin announced he's been diagnosed with diffuse large B-cell lymphoma. He said he'll soon begin chemo immunotherapy and that it's a serious but curable form of cancer. Prognosis for most people in my situation is excellent after four months of treatment. In a statement, Raskin called the disease a serious but curable form of cancer. The congressman who served on the House January 6th committee also said that he expects to continue working while undergoing treatment but will take steps to reduce exposure to viruses like COVID-19 and the flu. Raskin's not a bad guy. I'm all right with him. We've gotten to know him pretty well through the January 6th committee and the impeachment trial earlier in the year. Nope, that was last year. Yes, it was 2021. It all kind of runs together. Time is dilated. It was it was last year.
the impeachment trial last year. The second one. No, 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 no. I guess the other impeachment trial would have been in 2020 because it was right before the pandemic. Sorry, keeping all this shit uh, uh, together in chronological order, especially when you smoke as much pot as I do. Benedictus, also sick. Benedict the 16th. Vatican, where the Vatican has confirmed that the health of the former Pope, Pope Benedict XVI, is, quote, worsening, and that doctors are constantly monitoring the 95-year-old's condition. Today, Pope Francis said his predecessor's health is deteriorating, and he asked for people around the world to say prayers for Pope Benedict. To discuss this, let's bring in ABC News papal contributor and professor of law and religion at George Mason University, Helen Alvarez. Helen, uh, thanks for being here. Uh, Pope Benedict has lived a long, long life. Uh, yeah, fuck him. Frail. You can see it in the case. His, his Versace shoes or whatever. We know anything else about his condition at this hour? You know, I haven't seen anything released about it. I don't think we should be surprised that someone who's 95 might be experiencing just a general failure or decline. Oh, yeah! Creepy, creepo world. Took that... Uh, Thank you for being a freaking follower. Of retiring from the papacy, the first to do so voluntarily, I think in like, what, 700, 800 years. He cited his declining health and, quote, lack of strength of mind and body doing, due to his advanced age. That was almost 10 years ago now, back in 2013. Uh, the papacy was a heavy burden. And he I think the name Benedictus is, uh, within the is cool. Of Vatican. What's what's he been? I'd be a Benedictus. How how active has he been? You know, um, first I, I will note that he actually has had health problems his whole life. Like even as a young man in his in his thirties and beyond, he always thought he was going to be too frail for. He was, you know, he was conceived major, with a weak um, sperm. Appointments, and of course he he just went from one major appointment to another. It was extraordinary, but he's. He's definitely thought his health was not wonderful for maybe 60 years. Um, since he's been there, he does receive many... Oh, God, he looks he looks like death right now. The greatest theological mind of the 20th century in the Catholic tradition. And um, I know from those that he has written to or has met with at, the, at his uh, place at the Vatican that he has uh, participated in really lively conversations with them about theological matters. It's his... It's I mean, his like, the power he wielded would have been, like, during the time at the height of retired. the church just raping everybody, right? So he, he stepped aside in great modesty, and he really kept... He, he was Pope in the mid-2000s. step forward and be the face of the Holy See. And there, there were concerns that, that it might not go well. There, there have been times in the long history of the Catholic Church when there have been more than one pope alive contesting the, the seat, and he could have uh, perhaps yeah. let a rival group, and, and he chose to live quietly, as, as, as you note. And Tulsi, have wondering. you aroused, creepy? Yeah, the, the unprecedented nature. You live in sexual anarchy. You live in sexual or, anarchy. How will, the, how will the church, when the time comes, say goodbye uh, to, right. to a pope emeritus? You know, first, I think that people said their first goodbyes to him on that beautiful flight, which... I've lived through a Pope dying before. In the helicopter, away... Pope John Paul died in my lifetime. Uh, I think people mostly said goodbye to him in their minds at that time. (laughs) They've already said goodbye to this old fuck. determined by 
popes in general or the history of the papacy as people's personal reaction to this man. Um, I think he is a man of, of deep, complex, rich, varied history. He's been caricatured. You may remember. I think he oversaw the church during one of its like worst periods. Of, uh, the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, the chief doctrinal office. Not absolute worst, because, you know, I, the church during the Holocaust uh, resisted going wasn't exactly uh, uh, clean conscious. He then like tried to submit his resignation numerous times. John Paul II refused. I mean, here's the man who did not want to be the head of the most powerful doctrinal office in the church. Then he becomes pope again without any campaign in that direction and accepts it with uh, with with responsibility, but fear and reluctance. And then he steps aside. So again, the irony of this reputation as the the intense enforcer. I had an owner of the radio station I worked for to serve the church as he thought looked exactly like that motherfucker uh, calling. That is as a theologian. So people will say goodbye to him as a theologian and a beloved shepherd. Right, uh, and as Pope Francis has said, that his retirement was a gift to the church uh, itself, and yeah. perhaps that's a precedent yeah. there. Helen Alvarez, we thank you very much, and and I, I know we'll be. A motherfucker probably knew all the all the bullshit the church was into. That's why he didn't want to lead the church. Fox News says that this university, Virginia school under fire. I think it was a university for withholding awards in the name of equity. We're gonna watch some. Some Fox and Friends here. The school wanted to recognize students in, as individuals, not their achievements, as if the two had to be separated. The kids got their certificate. Oh, maybe, maybe, it was, maybe it was a grade school. College application deadlines just dropped onto their desks as if it was just another piece of paper. It's part of this agenda that's, that's the dumbing down of America. A Virginia mom outraged as a top local high school is accused of hiding students' academic achievements, even blocking them from including these honors on college applications, all in the name of equity. Fox News contributor Douglas Murray is here to react. Douglas, great. Douglas Murray. Here. You know, Azra Nomani has been leading the fight. She broke this story, and yet here, delaying the recipient of the National Merit Awards. Is this the Fox and Friends B team? Who's this fuck? Chances. Your reaction? Well, first of all, I know Azra Mani a bit. She's a terrific journalist, a terrific mom, and a terrific American. And I'm so pleased that she's stuck onto this story about what's going on at Thomas Jefferson High. I mean, the first thing is is it's perfectly clear, as she says in her reporting, why the school is doing this. Uh, they, oh yeah, I'm thinking of Charles Murray uh, awarding some students effectively merit certificates uh, might. Uh, demoralize people who don't get them but that effectively you've got a kind of hierarchy and if there's one thing we've got to avoid in 21st century America it's any kind of hierarchy any kind of putting that person above that person because of achievement well you know school is largely about achievement and just because you might flunk it one year doesn't mean you will the next uh, but yeah we, we have to have systems of gradation we have to be able to do that and as Azra Namani says I think we put too much pressure on goddamn kids saying no 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 we'd like to look at the, the child as an individual in the round and not just on their achievements sorry other people can do that home can do that but school 
It's about your achievements. You know, to your point, the school is saying it out loud, the quiet part yep. out loud. We have a quote from Brandon Kasatka, Director of Student Services. The quiet part. What is the quiet part? We want to recognize students for who they are as individuals, not focus on their achievements. So if little Johnny or Susie mm. spends endless hours studying, preparing, and makes straight A's and qualifies for an award, we should not make that Word, good evening. perhaps than the student who did it right. in the hard work. I, I, it is also just worth taking a moment to reflect where, how far we've come in this country. To I this just system. like it. Seriously, we this put way too much pressure on kids and schools. We do not let kids be kids. We do not let them experiment. We put too much fucking emphasis on 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 graded tests and shit that really that really don't measure a kid's uh, intelligence or their creativity or their talent. So goddamn, Fox. Thomas Jefferson School. We're talking about. Uh, we're talking about one of the smartest minds that the world, let alone his country, ever produced. A man who taught himself, as well as was taught, who taught himself an astonishing amount. He didn't do that because of just who he was as an individual. He did it <laughs> through achievement. And if Mr. and Mrs. Jefferson Sr. had said, we want to look at little Thomas as an individual, uh, and not at his achievements, I'm not sure that there would ever have been a Thomas Jefferson, and there certainly wouldn't be a school named after him. Yeah. You know, this country is built on people's achievements, not just on... Lenny, good evening. ...individuals, which is the modern speak for, effectively, let's make sure everyone has prizes. You, you know, I, you, that's such a uh, salient point. Thomas Jefferson would be rolling in his grave, Douglas. But l let me just ask you, why should people across the... You would think Thomas school. Jefferson was a woke, uh, lib... lib Turd. As, a whole. as a whole in America today, there is this deep uncertainty among teachers, teacher unions, and everyone else in education. You know, they sort of seem to think that that their job is to sort of create fully rounded uh, uh, political activists of some kind who have all the right opinions and sort of push the other stuff that they used to concentrate on to the side to the extent that they think things like merit are bad. They think things like achievement are bad. They are effectively talking in the terms of political activists, not... Mm. Um, or maybe that scoring well on tests isn't everything in the world, you jackass. ...that we have across the whole country in schools and colleges. And this has to be turned on its head because America has to be competitive in the 21st century. To be competitive, we have to achieve. And that needs achievers. You can bet this isn't happening. You can bet this isn't happening in China? Is that what he was saying? Fucking Fox. All right. It is I it is my displeasure to have to report this to you. I'm sad. I'm very I'm very sad that I'm going to have to do this next story. Speaking of cringe, Kanye West. Kanye West's ex-business manager can't locate the erratic star to serve him with a $4.5 million lawsuit amid a rumor that he is missing. Here's Kanye. 
Kanye West's ex-business manager, Thomas St. John, can't locate the erratic star to serve him with a $4.5 million contract lawsuit amid rumors the rapper is missing. Kanye has reportedly been missing and unable to find for weeks. The ex-business manager is believed to be Thomas St. John, given his ongoing lawsuit against Kanye and his company Yeezy. In a December 19th court filing exclusively obtained by the U.S. Sun, Thomas is seeking an extension of time to serve Ye and the other defendant, Yeezy LLC, the court docs. He and his attorneys are asking to extend the time until the end of March due to multiple failed attempts of contacting Ye. As of right now, there is a scheduled case management conference set for April of 2023. Kanye's former business manager is also having trouble notifying Ye's lawyer because they believe he does not have an attorney. Court filing stated, We were advised about a new law firm for defendants, but not a specific point of contact. We subsequently learned of information in the news that the law firm identified as new counsel was not affiliated with the defendants. Accordingly, we have not been able to serve defendants through their counsel. As a general matter, we had difficulty confirming the best current address of Kanye West. For Mr. West, despite our diligent efforts, we were unable to ascertain his current residential address and therefore have not yet made attempts to serve him personally. Instead, we have attempted to serve him by mail at multiple possible addresses. We haven't seen him since what? The Gavin McGinnis whole episode? Now you can you can go back and watch on the best of the Troll Patrol that I put up on YouTube last night. It has chapters marked so you can get to any uh, section that you might have missed. So say you want to find out about Kanye uh, and how much he loves Hitler, you can just hit the timestamp. bullshit. You get Alex Jones and Nazi bullshit. Kanye West on his show. Uh, TMZ is calling it a mental breakdown, and I, that's, that's how easy that shit is. Everything time-stamped out. You want to know about how Justice Thomas doesn't like Prince? This one, this one's going to shock you. Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas has sparked outrage for saying that he used to be a Prince fan in the 80s. Used to be. Used to be. What the fuck is up with that shit? Fuck you, Clarence Thomas. If we needed any more reason to not like you, old pube can. Alright, guys. This is This is it. This is what you came for. I can't believe what I saw on Twitter today. I saw a grown man try to pick on a 19-year-old and lose. Totally lost. But he couldn't leave it alone, apparently, so we're going to watch some cringe tonight. Let me set it up for you.
Andrew Tate, for some reason, decided to tweet at Greta Thunberg and this really cringe-ass picture of himself filling up his car with gas. Hello, at Greta Thunberg. I have 33 cars. My Mugatti has a uh, W16B, I don't even know, 8... 80-liter quad turbo. I don't even know what these numbers mean. My two Ferrari 812 uh, competitive zones. The fuck? Have 6.5-liter V12s. This is just the start. Please provide your email address so I can send a complete list of my car collection and their respective enormous emissions. Just unprovoked. Just unprovoked. What a clout chase of a Greta Thunberg. Greta tweets back, yes, please do enlighten me. Email me at smalldickenergy at getalive.com. Some people called it body shaming. I think it's funny. I thought it was a good clap back. Andrew Tate, however, apparently really let it get under his skin. So much so that he had to make a video about it. So this is Andrew Tate responding to Greta Thunberg owning him on Twitter. Release some greenhouse gases. I'm obviously a stranger to online controversy. It's not something I often do. But now, the mainstream press is commenting on the fact that I was informing Greta that my very extensive car collection with internal combustion engines, which run on dead dinosaurs, have an enormous emission profile. And she replied by telling me her own email address. Sometimes, sometimes a cigar is just a cigar, but sometimes a cigar is a big old dick. I think Freud said that. I have small dick energy. Why would that be your own email address, Greta? Strange. I mean, also, I don't want to assume her gender. It's 50-50, but it is what it is. I'm not actually mad at Greta. Please bring me pizza and uh, make sure that these boxes are not recycled. So, I'm actually mad at Greta, right? Because she doesn't realize she's been programmed. She doesn't realize she's a slave of the Matrix. She thinks she's doing good. Someone has sat her down and convinced her to try and convince you to beg your government to tax you into poverty to stop the sun from being hot. Sir, you are an idiot. I called her out on it. The global matrix got this bot farm to like and retweet and all this bot commenting to try and pretend that her telling me that she has a small dick in her own email address somehow teaches me a lesson. Uh, Welcome to a new episode of The Clown Show. But now I know at least. You are the star of The Clown Show, sir. Bitter, sitting somewhere without the heating on, in the cold, little hat, shivering. <laughs> Use my tweets. We're just going to make my Twitter account 
far more fun into eternity. You gotta tell yourself that it was a bunch of bots, dude. That's some serious cope. That was hilarious. I'm so glad we watched that. But you deserve a palate cleanser after that. It would be it would be wrong of me not to give you something like adorable like snow leopards. Snow leopards. After I, I made you sit through Andrew Tate. Oh my god, it's got its tail in its mouth. Oh my god, it, it's just doing a tumble. But he's not mad. And it was, it was totally a bunch of bots. But he's not mad. I'm with you, buddy. That is adorable. Good cute little tail in its mouth. These are snow leopards. The Tanganyika Wildlife Park. Apparently located in Kansas. If you are watching on Twitch, you're going to head over to Echoplex Media. It's a Wednesday, isn't it? Did I say that at the beginning of the show? I don't even remember now. It is Wednesday. I think it's Wednesday. It means it's intellectual Dollar Tree time. So go ahead, light one up, tip one back. It's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack. Dustin, good evening, my friend. I'm Justin Freegan. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol live.